listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it today um we have a we're, we're talking mountain biking again um, yeah because well tis the season and apparently according to you guys all the bike shops in town are like out of bikes because yeah everybody's buying bikes right I, now. <clears throat> I had a friend that's looking to get into it and we went to four shops today the first shop had one full suspension bike. The rest were all hardtails, which nothing wrong with that, but I guess full suspension is what's selling here in Ogden. Um, <laughs> You've seen that sign. The next one had... Not that Seinfeld, but lots of Seinfelds. Not, they don't talk about bikes, but it's if there's nothing wrong with that or whatever, that's it. Yeah, it, yeah I don't know, but... <laughs> the Seinfeld guru. <laughs> I love Seinfeld. And it's not like I don't. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's just a few episodes where they like, they're talking about a gay person or something like that, and they're talking, 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 and then it always ends in, there's nothing wrong with that or whatever, because they're <laughs> they making fun. Oh, but there's nothing wrong with that or whatever, and so. And you said so anyway. yeah, there's nothing wrong with hardtails. Just hardtails. There's nothing wrong with that. But hardtails. <laughs> but hardtails. Um, <clears throat> next shop had, I think three bikes, and then they, they did have like probably eight or nine but those were all five to nine thousand dollar bikes which are great but for your first mountain bike that's probably not what you want to get right. yeah and then the final shop was the worst they had four bikes on their wholesale floor wow. and it's massive store it just looks like it looks like they're moving um four four bikes so and they're not selling those four bikes they're just using them for so people can test them and special order for future orders if they want to, from what it sounds like. So bikes are a hot commodity right now. Yeah. So I've been doing some research because I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I would like to buy a new mountain bike this year if possible. And um, so I've been doing some research, but I've also been watching videos online about the e-mountain bikes, the electric mm-hmm. mountain bikes. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> right and so i want to have a conversation because i used to think like like many people um i used to think well e-mountain bikes are for people that uh they can't hack it yeah nothing wrong with those people (laughs) um and and so so, 
yeah, kind of so dig like, ourselves out. <laughs> and they're not. <laughs> so the so we were out mountain biking with the family up at North Fork and um, so I'm biking up this hill with the kids and, and we're jumping out of the way for other bikers because it's a pretty busy trail. And this guy comes flying up the mountain, just absolutely flying up the mountain. Up the mountain. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this guy's an animal. And his face is bright red and he's got fa- sweat <laughs> pouring down his face and stuff. And I'm thinking, this dude is an animal. And as he's getting closer, I'm thinking, he looks kind of slightly overweight. Like, he, he's kind of built like me. He's got a little bit of a, bit of a belly. He jiggles a little. He's <laughs> not like a hardcore XC racer like I thought he was because he was flying. Like, how is he doing this? And then he gets closer. Like, oh, he's on an the e-bike. e-bike. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, so but I was jealous. For, for me, because I've ridden a Right. Yeah, like a pedal assist more than. Can you control when it does that? You can. There's like levels. It can be like least less assistant up to like more power, more assistance. Yeah, just kind of depending on what you want to do. So he was probably like full, full bore. Like let's get all the assistance I can. Yeah, I I imagine because he was he was going as fast uphill as I go downhill. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's the thing. So I've only ever ridden one bike, and it was more of like a crossover, like light trail, road, crossover type bike. And so I rode that, and that was way fun because you start going up a, a steep hill, and you can just fly up that thing. Mm-hmm. You get up it, and you can, you're can you not breathing heavy and stuff. It was sweet. And so um, I really enjoyed it, and I thought at that moment this would be so fun on a mountain bike because I could now – go out for an hour ride and cover almost twice as much ground in an hour ride and that would be cool like i could ride to the top of lewis peak or the top of ben Lomond, and instead of it being a three hour round trip ride it's an hour and a half mm-hmm. and i can do that in the morning before work like that's awesome and so i started thinking about that and and uh i started doing some research online and then i'm i'm i was just watching a video they have a tour du mont blanc um, in a mountain bike race in France uh, around Mont Blanc so they've got like the, the UTMB trail running race that's really well known and they've got all these different races around Mont Blanc but they've got an e-mountain bike Tour de Mont Blanc awesome. race and it's like 200 miles over the court of over four days and each day climbs like 15,000 vertical feet or something. Oh gosh. And just looking at these trails, it's spectacular. And they are gnarly trails. And they've got pla- there are places where the guys have their bikes on their back. And they're like rock climbing almost. And they're on Via Ferratas with their bikes on their back. They're, they're heavy. They're like 50 pounds. Yeah. And so, but these guys, but the downhills that they're doing are just gnarly. And the uphills that they're doing are steep. And they're just... But they like there are different um, different like checkpoints where they can have a battery stashed so they can swap out the batteries and stuff and they get four batteries per day and they're doing just an insane amount of hardcore mountain biking each day for four days in a row on these e-bikes and it just looks How long does the battery last? well it, 
I don't I don't know exactly the answer to that. I I know for the, these guys they were saying um, with full battery, steep hills and all that stuff, um, they were doing like five to six thousand vertical feet of climbing on that battery. I don't know how many miles that was. Yeah, I mean it's a classic. Yeah. So but he's trying to make money, and he does this carnival. And in other words, this is not a new idea. This is it's, it's as old as a cheap TV. <laughs> and he goes this carnival, and in order to power his thing, his invention that he's making, he rides his bicycle. So so then the question is like, how come he's how come they can't recycle the battery like? So I was, we were actually talking to a guy that worked for Pivot Cycles last summer, and he said that the technology to do that, I think he said, is really, really heavy. And they haven't been able to, he's like, they're a ways out, at least Pivot was, a ways out from making a bike that is I, light enough and efficient enough to be able to make that happen. I could see that it could regenerate on the downhill, but it would add resistance on the uphill. But, but you add resistance in order to charge your battery. It's like working. It's like kind of counterproductive. But on the downhill, I could see it because, like the Teslas, for example, yeah. Tesla vehicles, it'll use regenerative braking and stuff like that on their their vehicles, and that's great for downhills because you're charging the battery as you're coasting downhill. But when you get on Teslas the do that. Teslas, do that. Hmm. Yeah, most I think most of the. The electric cars now will do that to some extent. They're good looking mm -hmm. cars, yeah. I was never really a fan necessarily, but the more I just, uh, just, uh, just because I have a car and I'm not paying attention, like if you're right. on the market, you just look like that. Um, but some will pull through you know, parking lots or whatever, and I'll sit like, right? Yeah, yeah, I like them too. I think they're nice looking cars. Um, but yeah, so these E-Mountain bikes, I'm just, I'm looking at them and I'm, I'm changing my mind about them. I used to think, yeah, it's for the people that like can't hack a real mountain bike. And now I'm thinking maybe it's for people who want to just go further in less time. Yeah, and utilitarian. So if you have, um, well, I mean, if you're, yeah, well, my first thought was you have a, a cabin or something that you're biking into often. Yeah. You know, like that takes the speed. Yeah. So my my mother-in-law, she got an e-bike for her birthday, and she loves it because we would used we used to go on road bike rides, and she wouldn't come along because she couldn't keep up, and and we, I mean, I know we are rude. We'd climb up over mountain passes and stuff, and she was just it's like, dusty. no, no, forget it. Like I'm not interested. And, and so she got an e-bike. And now she loves it because she can just leave She's us in the dust. Yeah, like on the we get on a hill and she just do, 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 <laughs> turns up her battery a little bit and she flies up the hill and she's going like twice as fast as us and 
not breathing heavy, carrying on a conversation, we're still <laughs> just like dying. So the batteries can last for like a normal ride. Oh, yeah. At least, yeah. Like a. You don't like have to a, charge them every single time you go out. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Probably should, but. I think I think like you can probably get. Uh, it de- I think it depends on like how hard you're, how much battery you're using. Cause so I was talking to a neighbor of mine who has one. He's a hardcore biker, and he. He says on his, he's got a specialized one. He says on his, it, with the battery dead, or with the battery turned off, it's like you're biking a 50-pound bike, bike up the mountain. says he turns the battery on one click, and it essentially feels like he's pedaling a lightweight mountain bike up a hill. Do two clicks, and now it's like, wow, I'm, I'm really cruising up this hill. Go up to five clicks, or whatever the highest one is, and it's like you're sprinting up the hill. You're just flying up the hill. And not breathing that heavy. And um, I think if you're on that like five clicks and you're pushing it, you're using full battery, you might maybe a couple hours before the battery's dead. An hour and a half, something like that. Um, but if you've got it down to like three clicks or two clicks or, or even just one click, so it feels like you're just pedaling a lightweight bike, I think you can go like most of the day on something like that. So they're pretty cool. But I'm just seeing... More and more, I'm seeing these people on these e-mountain bikes doing crazy cool stuff, getting to cool places in record time. Like, and to me, it's just it's so appealing to think that, hey, if I've got a a few hours in the morning, I can bag two peaks in a morning versus like I can get three quarters of the way up one peak and then I have to turn around because I'm out of time. Sure, you can. Yeah, the hard thing would be, I guess you'd need to, yeah, find mm-hmm. a place to charge it. So, but if you're on an e-bike, you can carry like a Goal Zero Yeti 1000, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They've got some like, they're almost like right in between a, an e-mountain bike and a motorcycle they've, they've got these i forget the brands um but people are using them as like a touring electric motorcycle they've got an extra long range you can go like 100 miles or plus on these things and they're built to be able to carry a bunch of gear so it's almost like you're you've got a a lightweight trail motorcycle that you use to tour the backcountry with and um, anyway. Rumpelstiltskin, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. She would have been jealous. (laughs) (laughs) He's so productive. What's going on? Crazy how that works. (laughs) 
holding that anymore. Now he's like bad A. You know like a bad A mountain biker is that like I don't have time for hair and just shave it all. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, it's new new man over here, you know. Don't even know what's going on, yeah, but I thank you. It's I kind of wonder now why I didn't cut my I didn't go to the the barber shop, what salon, whatever you call it. I didn't go there for 3 years. Didn't walk in knock foot. Yeah, 3 years. Wow. So Yeah, I think it was time. So, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, so here's the question, then, um, that I'm I would like your guys' opinion on, and I I think I've already come up with an answer for myself. But if you're getting a a bike, your first mountain bike, um, well, before I say that, I'll I'll just mention, like e-bikes are opening up some po a lot of possibilities for people who haven't haven't biked before. I mentioned my mother-in-law, but even my parents, they're um, they've never really biked much before. They're excited about the idea of, of e-bikes because, hey, now we can go on a, a bike ride and it's not quite as intimidating. If we get 20 miles away from home and we're tired, we can crank up the battery and we can still make it home and it's not it's not quite as scary that way. And That encourages them to get out and be active without it being such a big uh, commitment, I guess, from energy commitment, time commitment, that sort of thing. So... It's really opening up some some options for a lot of people who who wouldn't get on a bike. But the question I have is if you're buying your first bike, do you go e-bike or do you go normal bike? Normal bike, 100%. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why is that? I think, well, obviously, I, I'm I just like normal bikes. Um, I like the, the grueling, lack of a better term, hellish part that mountain biking offers. Um, having to physically get up a mountain and it's, it's all me. I, I love the suffer fest. Um, I also think that with e-bikes being so heavy, it's hard to learn like correct mountain biking technique. Um, then you get on like a, a lighter weight, regular mountain bike. Um, in my opinion, I, I've ridden e-bikes. I've only had like one good ride went up to Sardine and I took an e-bike out, which I think is a good place to test an e-bike. And I felt like on the way down, I was just rolling over everything. It was too heavy to really like navigate around. Like where the bike was pointed was where I was going. Yeah. It was harder to. You can't really jump the bike very well. We we tried, and you can get them airborne, but it's kind of hard because um, they're so heavy. But it's also like when you get into a really technical situation, it's basically just point the bike forward and go. Most of them have full suspension, and it's a pretty plush suspension because it's such a heavy bike that you just kind of charge over everything. So that's my biggest thing for your very first bike. I think like learning the technique is it makes mountain biking in the future more exciting because you're you're a better rider. But I say for your first bike, um, you just it's easier to learn that technique on a lighter traditional mountain bike. But if you're in the boat of it's an e-bike or no bike, then get an e-bike. Of course, it's right. going to get you out there. It's healthy. Um, and but if you're physically capable of pedaling a regular mountain bike. And want to progress in the sport i think a t traditional mountain bike is going to teach you how to become a better rider um, than an e-bike will yeah okay yeah i can get behind that i agree um you know my my first choice now i've i've biked my whole life for the most part i i started biking started mountain biking when i was about 12 and 
have mountain biked pretty consistently or road biked one or one or the other um since i was 12 20 something years and um and so i i love to bike and i love i love road bikes love mountain bikes i enjoy the pedaling i enjoy the suffering that sort of thing um but yeah i'm i'm with you that you know if getting an e-bike means you'll get out and getting a normal bike means you wouldn't get an e-bike yeah, yeah get an e-bike and get out there and enjoy it um but if you'll get out on either bike and you just need to get one bike then i would say get a normal bike for for the exact reasons you mentioned um i think the downhills are probably more fun on a lighter weight more nimble bike um for those that like to jump that like to kind of play on the trail is uh, it, it's yeah much easier to do on a lightweight bike and um and and you know it's it is fun i think to bike up to the top of a mountain and feel like i biked up this mountain mm-hmm, versus totally. the the machine got me up this mountain mm-hmm. now like i said i i think it sounds really fun to take an e-bike out and bike up two or three mountains because you can yeah um versus just biking up one but but there's a sense of accomplishment for me that comes from knowing that my legs my own muscle my own will got me up a mountain and got me to the top and there's there's satisfaction in that so so yeah agree there's uh there's some perspectives on on uh you know the e-bike versus the normal bike but i will say that e-bikes aren't for aren't for people who can't hack it I mean, there's there are people just doing the craziest, coolest stuff on e-bikes these days, and I think they're opening up some, opening up some doors to adventure that I, maybe we've never even thought of before. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. Hope you enjoyed this this uh, discussion. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and please share with your friends, and also leave us a friendly review if you would. Um, you can uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero, and check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G E A R T H I R T Y.com. Thanks. See you out there.